Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Smart Muslima podcast. My name is Farhat Meen. I'm your host. And if you're new here, in this podcast, I discuss uh, challenges that Muslim women are facing, particularly women living in the West. And I've had a number of different guests on, alhamdulillah. And sometimes I just do the shows on my own. But inshallah, if um, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review or rating on whether it's Apple or whichever platform you use, because that way other people get to hear about the podcast because I don't have, I don't spend a lot of money on, actually I don't spend any money on marketing the podcast, but I think it's through mouth, through word of mouth, it, alhamdulillah, it's been growing. And so really, if you find it beneficial, then please share it with your friends and family. And um, you can visit smartmuslima.com. That has um, episodes there. It also, if you're interested in any of the courses or any of my books, then you can find out about them there, inshallah. Okay, so today um, I heard something recently. It was, um, I was just doing a talk and some, and the speaker said that, um, polygamy could solve the marriage crisis is is like a solution to the marriage crisis um that muslim women are facing and i was thinking about uh, what the speaker said for quite a long time and i'm looking at this in in the context of muslim women living in the west who are finding it dif- are finding it very difficult to get married if you know if you know about this topic, you'll, it's, I'm not exaggerating it. It really is an issue. And, and it was really interesting. I, I listened to that talk that day. I'd gone to visit my family that day as well. And, um, the topic came up. I didn't even raise it just about how it seems to be harder for girls to get married. And it was really interesting, the different views that people were saying, but, um, just to focus on, so I'm thinking, when I'm looking at this question, I'm um, looking at it from the point of view that is polygamy a solution for Muslim women living in the West? Not in the Muslim world, so because I think that's a completely different kettle of fish and it's too complicated to get into that. So non-Muslim countries, liberal, progressive liberal countries that we live in. And <coughs> the um, to, to straight off the bat, I'm not here to um, uh, discuss any of any different opinions that Muslims might have that polygamy is not allowed because I know some it's out there, but it's completely uh, un. There's no foundation for those for for the discussion. When I've when anyone says polygamy is not permitted in Islam or it was a cultural practice 
or it's, you know, they try to say it's not allowed. They've got no evidence for that. It is allowed from now till the end of time, polygamy is allowed. And so, um, and I'm not discussing any of the rulings or different opinions. So just want to mention that. So I'm coming from this from the point of view that yes, in Islam, polygamy is permitted. The, but the um, and the re- the reason why people come up with they flip flop and do mental gymnastics to to say polygamy isn't allowed, is because they personally don't like it. And what you have to think about, and even put, you might be hearing this and thinking, I don't like the idea of polygamy. And what you have to think, and what I've had to think about, is why why don't we like the idea of polygamy, especially as a woman. And, you know, there's ideas like, well, okay, it's not fair. Men, why can men have more than one wife, but I'm only allowed to have one husband? You know, it's just, that's a, there's a view to have. That it's, you know, it's, um, where's the equality in that? Or it's, it's just, it's basically the idea, it's not fair. Let's be honest, that's what we're thinking. Now, the thing is that Allah's permitted it. And as with everything, um, it's, in Islam, the, a ruling is there and then there are details and context is given and the example of the Prophet is given. So it's not just, if we're looking at the subject, we we have to look at it holistically with all the hadith relating it to it, to all the eye of Quran relating to it. Um, so, that, you know, the way we'd look at Salah, Hajj, anything, yeah? Um, now, the thing is, the reason why for women, for Muslim women, living in in the west we don't like it and the reason why west western people non-muslim don't like it is because um well okay let's look at why non-muslims um uh, really don't like it and it's because they think that um in their culture and in their liberal worldview um monogamy is seen as the that is the standard or relationships outside of marriage. But again, um, you can have polygamous relationships, like have more than one. You don't have to be committed to one person, that's okay. But um, the idea of marrying more than one, it's just not in their culture and it's not in their history. And therefore they have this, They, as we all know, they have a superiority complex when it comes to their way of life. And so because they have a problem with any kind of div- any way of life that is markedly different from them them so if we just think about when it comes to governance so they ha- they believe um democracy you know a plural liberal democracy where you have many parties and you have elections that that is the best system to have so any kind any different kind of political system so if it's autocratic for example so for example china or the way communism was um, a long time ago, we have one leader. So think of Putin now, or um, uh, you know the, the Chinese Communist Party and their leadership. That you have the, um, the how there isn't freedom of speech and how it's a very strong autocratic government. So I'm just giving that example that when it comes to way of life and doing things, liberals believe their version is best and they will promote it and they will criticize anyone else who has a different way of looking at things so that is the main reason why they don't like polygamy is that it's not done in their thinking they don't think that is the way to get married 
Um, so therefore they reject it and they criticize it. Now, of course, we're living in, we grew up here, we absorbed all of that and, and we, we take that on board. And that's not a criticism of you or me for doing that. It's just that's the environment we lived in. If we'd lived in a Muslim country, say, for example, or let's say if we lived in the time of the Prophet, where the culture, it was the norm. Pre-Islam, it was normal to be, polygamous marriages occurred. It would, that would just be our way of life, we think. And so when Islam came, and then one, it limited the number to four, it put rules on the treatment as far as equally treat your wives, you know, as far as how much money you spend on them, the time you spend on them. And you see that in the example of Prophet Salasim. So that's a culture we would have been around and we would have had no problem with it. That, that's just a fact. Um, so now, so going back to that question then, that the, the, the speaker said that, not so not a question, that polygamy is a solution. Um, of course it is a solution for some, you know, some people do it. But as far as I was thinking it, nowadays, that this that talk was about 20 years old. Um, and I was thinking it, it wouldn't solve that, the problem that, you know, let's say 20 and over year old women facing in that they just don't um it's not in their mindset to be thinking i'm going to enter polygamous marriage whether they think it's okay you know whether even if they think yes in islam it's allowed it just doesn't come into it and 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 one thing i i just uh, i guess i don't like having been studying this topic for a long time now is that giving um you know when you just give um um, I just see that as a bit of a slogan, just like you know, when feminists give slogans, um, like they'll say, you know, um, you don't need a man or become the man you want to marry. That's just a, a bit of an empty slogan that might makes women feel good. In the same way, saying that polygamy will solve the marriage problem, I just don't see it. it just doesn't work because then I'm thinking about uh, how much, as far as okay, um, are men ready to take responsibility for more than one wife because if you think like just like women have um we've grown up absorbing ideas so have men so the idea of if you look at generally look at non-muslim men they're not jumping um to get married you know they, 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 that's declined you know they'd rather just stay and have casual relationships they have they have so many options now they've got tinder they've got pornography they've got um strip clubs they could go to so many different ways they can fulfill their needs so why are they going to get take on the responsibility and the headache in quotes of a wife and you see they don't and so they don't want to commit and then if they do want to have a, a long-term relationship just live with the person you don't need to marry them and also think about when it comes to divorce they're going half of their wealth is going to be taken away from them so can you see this is what society the problem society's created and muslim men are living here as well so so let alone one wife, how many men want, really want to have two wives? And then now we can also think if you legally in living in the West, you can't even um, want the first wife will have legal status. The second wife won't. So we, how many women want to be in that situation? Um, there's also the idea of... Um, we also have to think about how many parents of young, not even young women, of women would be comfortable with their daughters being a second wife. I'm thinking of the parents I know and 
majority would be up in arms that they would not allow it so that's another issue you have because if their daughter's going to have no legal status and then you need to think about what about the children um what status do they have in society and so these are all you know it just shows that there's we these issues have to be thought about deeply um because if for example um you know you what i have noticed is that um women who you know and and i'm basing this on conversations i've had with previous guests um funny enough people people i know who have been in um polygamous relationships and and this is all in in non, in in the west and what tends to happen is not all you can't generalize like for example it a lot of them happens in secret that that's number one that um the first wife is not informed um and so and now the things now then that puts um in a tricky situation now for one for the second wife because again this whole idea of what is your status where is um people don't know you're married to this person so can you then be in with them with public but especially you know what people going to think and you have to keep the secret um and then legally again again i think legal status is actually really important this one sister said to me that reverts in particular seem to um be told to or, or offered this idea of polygamy and then and she was saying that it's put they they're in quite a vulnerable situation especially if their parents they don't have the support of their parents they become muslim their parents now don't want to know them or they're living away from them they they've lost their previous friends so now they and they want to have a family and then when so, um someone comes to them and offers them um a proposal but it's a in a polygamy polygamous relationship um and then they 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 sometimes think well, okay i think i'll take it but they don't seem to be aware of um the potential problems there so for example you know can they then be divorced in the same it's interesting the the thinking behind it is that said that you're okay you're you're muslim now and you should accept everything and so if i'm if i want to marry you and polyg- you shouldn't have a problem with polygamy it's kind of kept put in that way and but then what can happen is those same women can then easily be divorced as well because they uh, they've got no one to back them up no one to support them so that's this situation of vulnerability um there's also so going back to the point of um uh okay yeah so if it's secret this because this is something that can't be and it's kept secret for the reasons i just told you that you know what would wider family think the extended family think um it has to be kept secret because in um there's the legal problem that uh you know what it's not allowed you know you can't go and um go to registry office so these are all issues that kept, i was thinking about that polygamy for women there were a number of reasons why they are not jumping to take it and so to be told when we're just told yeah this is a solution um it just it, i think that this is a bit i just think it's not a thought through answer and i think then what's now interesting is you then have this i know people call it spiritual shaming that when a woman raises these issues or even men to be honest 
your the accusation is made that hold on are you saying polygamy why have you got a problem with polygamy when it's the sunnah that's um and so you think hold on I don't have a problem with polygamy it's this version of polygamy um and the way that you are choosing to um carry it out that's what I have a problem with and that it seems very one-sided that um and it's interesting people who are really like um gung-ho about polygamy what we need to remember is Islam permits polygamy is permitted it's not further it's one option that is there um but monogamy is also one option and so if if you want to choose um it's interesting there's a hadith where the prophet when ali may Allah be pleased with him uh when the prophet found out that ali was thinking of um getting another wife the prophet peace be upon him he spoke to him about this and he said and he was quite unhappy and it was because he knew it would hurt his daughter Fatima's feelings and that's really interesting that um when people are uh really like so strongly for polygamy you think uh what there are other hadith there are other it wasn't like everyone has to do this and um fine if you want to do it you can do it but how come you're so um I don't know I just noticed the people who are pro-polygamy are so pro-polygamy and seem to want to shut down anyone who wants to have a nice rational conversation about it because the reason why I'm talking about this is that because I talk about marriage a lot now um and especially pre-marriage and I think um Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I have noticed, I, I, I'll be honest, in the in the West, I don't know of many polyga- uh, couples that have uh, own polygamy, uh, polygamy relationships where it manages and that it's worked out that that's what I guess I'm saying and I do I can think of a few so one uh, I don't know if they still are I think they still are I knew them about 20 years ago and the way it worked one was in one city and one was up north but again that was done secretly to begin with but um the first wife accepted it and so that was one version and that has uh, I think inshallah they are still married Okay, another one was um, uh, the husband didn't tell the wife and um, it then uh, uh, um, he ended up getting divorced from the second one because they'd ha- they were married, they already had children, they were an established family and, it, it, and so you think the toll it took on both, uh, alhamdulillah, he didn't have any kids with the, first, the second one, but he wasn't able to maintain the family both families and wives it, it it didn't work out I know of someone else who they constantly um they'd made it clear from the beginning uh that I will 
uh, if I want to get married again, I will. And so, okay, the first, the first wife knew that and she, and that, but it was, and a few times they went out to, and they'd say, had said to them, I am going to be looking for someone. <coughs> and that sister said, told me that she goes, you know how upset I would be knowing that my husband is potentially look is actually not potentially is looking at other women, is looking for someone else. It made her, it just made her feel like she was. It made her feel like crap actually, and that I can at any point someone else can, uh, will be coming into my home. That that's where and it, uh, the thing is, not it um that he never ended up marrying someone else. It's just I, I just um. You know, the, and these are all, pe- like, these aren't, they are, and now I'll tell you something, these are all Islamically minded women. These are no, these are no feminists, or these are no, um, these are God-fearing women I'm talking about. Um, there was another couple, again, um, th- now this one, again, this one, um, the, this was done in secret. The guy went to another country, and um, he got he got married. And it's interesting that the his mother never liked the first wife, and she was all on board for this. Um, and yeah, and they got mad. So he then got mad, but then ultimately, that caused such a massive rift. When when once the first wife found out, it caused such a massive rift because um, she felt she was betrayed, and that has just now the thing is that what some what we need to bear in mind is the effect on the children. When the children see this happening and they've and they don't understand, I'll tell you, they don't understand. If you think of, of the women don't understand this, um, how just imagine how do children understand polygamy? This is the thing. Unless you're gonna, I think, unless you're gonna sit down and talk to them about it uh, and explain this is what's happening and this is what mummy and daddy are thinking and this is how it's gonna work. You have to explain all of that. It's like if you're moving house or you're moving country together or, you know, if you've, you know, there's certain things kids have to know about this. If you don't do any of that, which I've noticed is has happened a lot, the children just, they get very, they see the parents arguing, they see the mum crying, they see, they don't have no clue what's going on. And one of the things I've noticed is that it makes them have a bad impression of Islam because polygamy is linked to Islam. And they think, so this thing that Islam has allowed is causing so many problems in my family and I don't like it. That That's the honest truth. That's exactly what happens. And they may then think Islam is unfair when it's not Islam that's being unfair or um, it's the adults who are behaving in a immature manner. So, you know, again, these are these are realities of husbands, wives, and kids living in the West. So, you know, again, I guess I'm another thing I'm saying is if you are thinking of uh, of this as a solution, you have to think very carefully about it because it's not just you that it will affect; it will affect the kids as well. Um, so yeah, so these were just um, so, um, I'm just trying to think of and yeah, there's another. I'm thinking of another um, family I know. Again, the marriage was done in secret, so the pair, the couple are having problems. The marriage is a marriage is then done in secret, and 
now what's interesting the wife was then told don't tell anyone because this is the other thing I've noticed don't tell anyone you have to keep it secret so not only is she so this she finds out in a shocking way what's happened then she's told no you're not even allowed to talk to your parents about it and you mustn't um you mustn't even tell the kids about it and you think that doesn't make any sense if this is something you're doing that is so you're following the sunnah here as you're being reminded and the you know by people who advocate this um and it's allowed to do this in secret as well there's opinions that allow it okay maybe there are um but you have to again using emotional intelligence the prophet sallallahu was very aware of the feelings you know of the companions of his wives of you know he would not have been able to um have won over such hard-hearted arabs and all the different kinds of personalities that he'd met that was in mashal he had that quality so that is the sunnah as well let's not ignore that so yeah so sorry back to um so yeah so this is it. everything had to be kept quiet to, but then and never to be nothing is nothing everything comes out in the end and when it did it nearly ended in divorce caused a lot of trauma to the wife and the kids um but then uh ended in divorce again for the second wife because that was the only way for that family that's what um so can you see a lot of these uh, um they're ending in now the second wife is not the bogey woman here by the way you know we you don't get to hear well the few times i have heard the second wife's version it's really interesting um that for someone who is um let's say marrying someone who if you, you know if you're if you're lonely and you've been looking for a long time and then you know you do get a proposal from someone who has a job who you know who has money who can take care of you um it seems like a very good offer and alhamdulillah like i said in certain you know if you're in certain cultures where it's a norm and uh, and think back to the time of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and even throughout muslim history when society was in tune with the concept of polygamy and then you had the whole you had the whole judicial system which would a wife or a husband could go to um and even children could go to as well if their rights were not being given to them that Allah uh, given them then it, that's when it works it it works that way but in this disjointed weird situation where we're all living in in the west where we're muslim but um we know on paper what our rights are but if they're not would not given to us who do we go to you know like you even think if um a husband or wife or, ch- or muslim child is being oppressed can they go to the masjid and who I say to the imam this is what's happening can you help me uh, even if the imam wanted to or elders wanted to practically what can they do you know they can't do anything they can't force anyone to behave themselves as a good muslim yeah what you know so um so i slightly lost my train of thought but yeah what i'm um i'm sure there are examples of um this working out and it's um you know 
unfortunately I have genuinely not come across and maybe people now I think one of the reasons could be is that people don't make it public because as I said it's not something that is accepted in society so you don't make it public um it's and and I'll tell you it's interesting everyone knows do you remember those two scam artists those Muslim youtuber couple who um they're in East London and they were total they were just fraudsters where they're living a double life but they're in, you know, they, they looked the part, you got the niqab and the hijab and then you got the beard and the thobe. But they were just, you know, con artists. But do you remember how they, in, in case you didn't know, I don't know what, I can't, can't remember the names, but that they were caught and shown to exposed as being liars, basically. Um, but one of the things they did was that they, I don't know if they even were in a polygamous, the, the guy had two wives, but on their social media, they'd have the two wives holding hands, the two wives praising polygamy. And um, so that's the kind of hair story you hear, but, uh, and I'm not, it's, it's funny, that's one of the only versions of a, um, a polygamous marriage that is happy, I saw. But as we know from just the rest of what they're doing was one just one big lie. So, so yeah, so really, it's, um, my advice here is um, if you're, anyone approaches you to be a second wife or if your husband is saying to you that I would like to take a second wife because that, yeah, now this is funny, isn't it? How it's a joke, uh, it's a meme about, yeah, I'm going to, guys will say to their wives, um, I'll get a second wife. Or, and the thing is, um, no wife has ever laughed at that joke. Yeah, P- please correct me if, my, if I'm wrong. We don't find that joke funny. And sometimes it's not said as a joke. It's actually said as a, like a passive aggressive threat. That, well, if you don't do what I say, or if you're not pulling your weight or losing weight, or whatever it is that they don't like about you, they will, they will say that I can get another, it's allowed, I can do that. And the thing is, I think guys may say that to wives because instead of having a mature, both of you, instead of having mature discussion, it's easier to just do that threat or make a joke. And what I would say is um, if your husband is saying that, um, then the, the retort from the wife is, yeah, go on, go and do it. I don't care, go, go for it. I might get some peace of mind. Um, but... Actually, what that, there is some kind of underlying issue that should you should discuss. Actually, if your husband keeps saying that to you or praises, so tells you about brothers he knows who have second wives and they're so much happier now. Again, um, he's hinting something. He he's not instead of just coming out. There's a problem, and he either thinks if I speak to you about it, you're going to fly off the handle, um, or so that that is um, a bit of a red flag. You need to. S- ask him why is he saying that because that that's number one but if someone if a if your husband is really serious about it um then you need to think very carefully and dis- whether you want to get into that or not whether you want that and if you don't that's your right yeah but if you and if he wants to do that um again you have to sit down and talk about it it should never you know um calmly if possible but these are, I think, polygamy is just such a, um, sometimes we go, it's strange, isn't it? It's like a love-hate thing where we don't want to talk about it, but then we do want to talk about it. 
that's what I find. And um, now if you're single and someone is suggesting this to you, first thing you do is you talk to your parents and your wally, yeah? That's what, that's because they are, and they will give you advice. Never go into a secret polygamous wedding, you know, marriage. Never, ever, ever. Um, Because, and you have to talk to, if you don't have a wally, you have to talk to your own parent. You know, if you're a revert, you talk to your parents, talk to your friends. But I see that as a, um, I just, you have to think about it very carefully and understand why is the, does his first wife know? If not, why not? What does that tell you? If he isn't telling wife number one, um, then how is he, Is are you happy with marrying someone who keeps secrets from his wife? Because he's then going to keep secrets from you. Yeah? What, why are you going to be any different? Yeah? And are you happy then when he says to you, or secretly you find out, actually he has a third wife? Because again, why wouldn't he? Because he, he, if he follows that opinion. Um, and you have to think, well, then where, what would happen if I had, we get, have kids you know where am I going to live what the finance is going to be like you know there's these are just it it's you have to approach it as if you're approaching someone who you know it, the same hard difficult questions you would ask any suitor you know any proposal you have to do the same but um if any if any guy said to you no you have to keep a secret you mustn't tell anyone that is the biggest red flag in the universe. You minute people start saying secret. Why? Why? Why do you want to keep the secret? If it's such, if it's so amazing, it's sunnah and is. Um, why do we have to keep the secret? Yeah, from my family, from your family. Why? So does that mean you're never going to meet his family? That it probably because he hasn't told his family, and I'm not talking about his first wife I'm talking about his parents his brothers and sisters and the question you have to ask is why yeah that why would they not like it would they tell you something about because again remember in Islam you have to find out about his family you have to get references you have to get to know people for a long time so there are people you know Alhamdulillah gave polygamy to the Muslims for a reason there is there can be barakah in it, there's goodness in it, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with polygamy. But what you have is, um, uh, unfortunately, Muslims who have bad intentions, Muslims who use and misuse Islam for their own personal gain. And what we see polygamy is one um, route that some people take. And and so therefore polygamy isn't the problem. It's how Muslims choose to um, um, enact it. You know how how they, um, you know how how they how they practice it in reality. Yeah, and there are many different rulings in Islam that you can see that same exactly the same thing happens. But um, and so alhamdulillah. And so like I said, um, you know. Uh, there's a reason why we have this kind of um, knee-jerk reaction living in the West to, that we dislike polygamy straight away. And it's because of the environment we've lived in. So I'm not going to criticise anyone for feeling that way because I'll be honest, I've, I have those same feelings. Um, 
but we should just understand where that's coming from yeah um and we have to and then if we see bad examples it then just compounds it but what we have to think is okay alhamdulillah in a different situation um it in in different places it does work yeah it work it can work really well for some people uh and alhamdulillah that's fine but if or as, as individual if it's not for you then it's absolutely fine for you to say that um so yeah so these were just so so the whole that question or you know i that talk i had really got me thinking that um it's it's, it's um from a woman's perspective there's nothing wrong um with dis- i think it's good to have a healthy discussion about polygamy because it shouldn't be a taboo subject i think that's one reason why i i really wanted to mention it as well that um sometimes people think i don't really want to think about or talk about because if i am i then questioning allah's laws and no you're not you're not questioning allah's laws it's like with anything you know um you're just trying to understand it better and inshallah i hope that this episode has just made you you know added to that discussion in a positive way inshallah Okay, then take care. I will. Oh, I just want to mention, I'm, I don't know if, if you're on Clubhouse. I have, I've started to have rooms on Clubhouse where I discuss feminism and give pre-marriage advice. So my, my handle on Clubhouse is Amin underscore UK. That's the same for Instagram as well. And so if you want to get in touch with me, uh, leave me any feedback about this pod- podcast or any others. Um, send me an email on hello at farhatamin.com. Okay, then take care. Asalaamu Alaikum. I raise my hands in the dead and night, asking God for a better life. And I know that He'll be there in the moment. His mercy is not. Equivalent, magnificent, and infinite. The one I'll always turn to when I'm broken. Ya ilahi, Ya ilahi, Ya ilahi, Ya Yeah.